Welcome to Live from Midgard, the Final Fantasy trading card game podcast recorded at Geeky Vellum, located in beautiful downtown Everett, Washington. In today's episode, Steve is joined by some of the most preeminent players in the Pacific Northwest and beyond to discuss all the latest in the world of Final Fantasy TCG. Now, without further ado, take it away, Steve. Hey, welcome to Live from Midgard. This is episode 45, I believe. It is correct. Yeah, the last one I am correct. So I got right. the numbers right. Ha ha! Guessing works. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, my name is Steve. I'm Jeff. I'm Neil. And I'm Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> so we're back after a hiatus of one week, and we are going to have another hiatus next week, too. But uh, hopefully our podcast today will uh, have packed enough of a punch so that... Um, I don't know what I'm doing, man. All right. So let's just get right to it. We had a double XP today at Geeky Villain. We had Ryan Chen come in first place to get a whole eight points, and he's right here watching us. He just wanted to hear the confirmation (laughs) that he is first. And that actually put him first for the season. So congratulations, Ryan. Uh, Today, second place went to Jeff Curran. So... Good job. You got six points for that. Thank and you. that put you right at, uh, I believe, fourth. Fifth. Fifth. Is that right? Yep. That is correct. Okay. Fifth. Three people tied for second. Yeah. Yep. And yep. then yep. I'm at fifth. And uh, Terrell, who is not here, got third. And that actually put him tied for second. So currently, we're very, very close. Maybe uh, if Edward can, he can you know do the little post about the current rankings or something like that. But uh, currently, Ryan Chen has 19 points and is in first place. Peter Kim, Andrew Pierce, Terrell Thompson, all in second place with 18 points. And we have Jeff Curran very, very close with 16 points. Um, Unfortunately, I'm going to miss next week. Unfortunately. So is Ryan. So. <laughs> yeah. And so will I. So this will be interesting. <laughs> yeah. um, Peter, I, get your butt here. <laughs> so this is Peter and Terrell this, chance to just their week. keep on going. To just yeah. kind of yeah. Yeah, take first and second and then uh, having us fight over first or third. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Peter Kim and Terrell Thompson have missed a couple of weeks and that might happen again. We don't know. Uh, we true. currently have, I believe, three or four more tournaments coming up. And one of them is going to be another double XP. Um, first place will get another eight points, and that will, I'm guessing, that will probably decide that who will get first place. Yeah, yeah. I think that turn yeah. will be a big decider. Um, Unless we get a dark horse in there. Yeah. Will we have a dark horse? Let's I see, think. Who's next? Uh, Steven Miles. Bambic and Miles. Miles or Bambic, if they came back and ran out, it would be. Yeah, I, I, if Miles came back and attended every tournament going and forward. Won but he won't because he's got Rose. So Miles <laughs> is out. He, he, oh, that's right, because he's, he's going to yeah, Rose with you to Rose, Rose obviously. Yeah. 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 There's Rose. no way he's sending you to Rose by yourself. <laughs> I could do it. No, no I you mean, can't. I mean, you no, could. You You're not going to. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so I think at this current point, Stephen Bambit can actually uh, push ahead if he gets first place continuously, but he will also be missing it because he's also he's going to be Earth Crystal Oh, that's right. <laughs> he's joining uh, me and Ryan at the Earth Crystal Cup next yeah. week. So I think all the Dark Horses uh, are non-existent. It Steve. actually. We've got you and I <laughs> come out of retirement. <laughs> Me with my entire zero points will come in and take third place all of a sudden. Uh, I, I have like ten. Maybe I think. TJ. Have six. So TJ's TJ. next with eight points. If he took first every single time, I may I don't know. He may other, push for third. The he, other I, people would have to like not dude, take second and third. I could die. Yeah, that is very true. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, TJ, I believe in you. The whole top could just die. <laughs> oh, you know. You never know that airplane <laughs> that's going to the Earth Crystal Cup from Seattle. It might, you know, just take that's out. why I think that's <laughs> why Jeff, Jeff is probably on a different flight than Ryan, just to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I do want to say that it is a very close uh, race still, and I do believe, like uh, Jeff was saying, it you know one of the dark horses could take it with uh, continuously performing well yeah. and doing well at the double XP. I think it is crucial that um, whoever wants to win has to win double XP at this current stage. Yeah, I think so too. I think I think that yeah, whoever wants to win is gonna need to win at least place second or third in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Once or twice and then they have to place well at the double XP. Yeah. Yeah. So uh it's turning out really interesting. Um this has actually been uh, one of the closest uh seasons that I've seen oh, so far sure. at, at yeah. uh, Geeky Villain. Um usually 
there have been a couple where you have like one or two very close to being first, but yeah. the rest being a little bit further away. But to have five people with yeah, three yeah. points of each yeah, other, yeah, striking yeah. tremendous. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Usually and, we've it's been what like it's been like Miles has been well ahead and Drew. Miles and Drew have been like way in the top, and then like three, four have been like five ish points behind, and yeah. then yeah. from there it's just like literally just way out, <laughs> like not even close. Yeah, uh, but it's definitely very, very interesting. I'm I'm looking forward to watching all the matches, especially I'll be looking forward to Andrew and uh, Jeff. Uh, they're you know one of I consider them very close, and I'd be looking forward to uh, both of them doing performing well. Don't touch me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what about me? Huh? No, God, don't. No, <laughs> no one. <laughs> no one. Anyways, uh, I do hope. Uh, I I do hope one of you definitely get into the uh, top three at Thank least, you. Um, Thank you. and uh, it will help uh, fund your trip to nationals. Definitely, Jeff, because yeah. you, you know, you, you have, have a spot. You actually yeah. have a, a you yeah. know, spot right now. So I definitely hope that you get. Uh, at least second, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, you. We don't want you to get first. You, know, you don't deserve <laughs> that. But no, 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 I said 500 at least, is a at little least second. Yeah. <laughs> Third place, great. You get 100 bucks. You know, it's amazing. But, you know, you know, come on. First and second. That's, yeah. that's oh, where yeah, the real is. <laughs> All well, right. It'll be tough missing next week, but we'll, we'll do what we can. Hey, man, I, I believe in you, Thanks. Jeff. You, uh, know, you know what? I'll you just, know what? I'll just win an invite to Worlds yeah, next week. Yeah, just do that. All right, so... <laughs> Well, that'll if that'll you, even it out. If you do, <laughs> are you are you even planning to attend uh, nationals? If you don't get top three in this season, and but you get your world's invite, are you even going to attend nationals at that yeah, point? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't miss that. Yeah, it's a, it's a very Just fun event. Yeah, totally fair. Uh, <laughs> uh, my airplane ticket is already bought as well. So hey, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's how it should be. To also, just I do want to uh, let everyone know, people who are you know. Close, like for instance, Andrew Pierce, Peter Kim, who probably already bought their ticket, Ryan Chen, who um, are in striking distance of getting first, second, or third. They should buy their plane ticket right now. Yeah, <laughs> just just to let you guys know, because you, and then you guys can get the money and then compensate that because plane tickets tend to go up. I've so. heard that. You know? <laughs> and, and the good seats tend to get taken. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so uh, people should uh, who are going to go regardless or who are within striking distance uh, yeah. should very much consider getting the tickets now. Yeah, <laughs> luckily I was able to find a window seat both there and back on frequent flyer miles. So there you go. Super happy. There you go. There you go. Um, anyways, uh, we have that. And uh, Andrew, are you thinking about going to the Dark Crystal Cup if you um, uh, get get within uh, first, second, or third? Yes. You are yeah, my, yeah, that is the plan. Um, yes. Okay. All right. To make it real simple. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, I'll cheer you yes. on from outside the venue. <laughs> yes. Okay. He keeps on saying that every time. <laughs> um, as some people know, uh, people who are actually qualified for nationals already, um, they are not allowed to um, uh, participate, participate in the, in the Dark, Dark Crystal, Crystal Cup. Cup. Yep. Yep. So they're only for the losers. So I've chosen to <laughs> show up at 11 p.m. that day. <laughs> Promo. Good for you, man. Mm -hmm. Good for you. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> so that's, speaking about all this, uh, I'm sure we're going to have a lot of people going to the Dark Crystal Cup and the Nationals and stuff like, uh, stuff like that. It's going to be really exciting. And so we should talk about Nationals, which is coming up real close. I believe it's in Oct late October or November. Do you, you know, Late October. Yeah. Late yeah. October. Um, month and a half. Month and a half. The format is different than last year. By a sure lot. Is. By a yeah. lot. So last year, Andrew Pierce and I attended. It was just a very straightforward. Uh, you bring one deck. Best of one for seven rounds. Yep. Cut to day two. Cut to day two. Cut to top. Uh, 32. Or 33. The it's the 19th and the 20th. No, no, no. It's the other way. 31. Because the, oh, it's 31. Yeah, because one of them and got And then one of them got yeah. by. Yep. Yep. So it was cut to top 31. And uh, people played. It might have been 15. I don't remember if it was 32 or uh, It was 30-ish. Okay. I don't remember the exact number. but Okay. Yeah. Well, either way, that was the cut. This year, um, it's very different. Mm -hmm. And as someone who of this table who are, is only qualified currently to go to nationals i believe jeff you can uh let us know a little bit about this new format change sure uh uh forgive me if i get a couple of details wrong but no uh, the <laughs> format <laughs> for no nationals is going to be a two deck event you can't have uh any card shared between the two decks so you're not allowed to have say two copies of ishtol in one deck and one copy of in the other so they have to be completely uh unique 
Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I actually thought as long as it was three total, it would be okay. No, this one it oh. used to be that yeah, way. Yeah, this oh. one is completely been, separate. Oh. Yeah, uh, some of the Japanese tournaments have been that way where okay. you, can't, you can't mix it all. Oh. Um, so it's a two-deck format. You have to, uh, if you go to game three, you have to play again with the deck that you lost with. So you have to win with both decks. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, and then the cut for day two is, is it top 32? So it's top 32. Yep. Uh, the top 16 yeah, sounds, yep. get a, uh, are put into a winner's bracket. The bottom 16 are put into a loser's bracket. And from there, it's double elimination with the bottom 16 having been considered to have lost one already. Yeah, they have best of one games. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's best of three for the winner's bracket. And then if they lose, then they go into the loser's bracket and get another chance. What do you mean it's best of one? Isn't it still two deck? It's it's n- that's not what I've heard. I've heard it's best of one for the losers bracket because I remember someone was bringing up time concerns. Because so they're also th- seventy minute rounds. Yeah, it's seventy minutes best of three for the winners bracket, but then it's only best of one for the losers bracket. From what I've heard, that sounds weird. It yeah. is weird if that's the case. So Andrew Pearson is bringing up weird stuff here, so we're going to ignore that for now. (laughs) We'll have uh, Neil try to find uh, the correct information, and we'll provide that here shortly. But let's discuss. Where's where's Richie where I need her? Uh, So while Neil does that, let's discuss this, um, the two-deck format anyways, a little bit. Um, So that's really interesting, I think, because uh, you can't run, like, for instance, I think it it makes it very difficult for someone to go... Um, wind fire, for instance, and then wind water. Like once you go wind water, like you're using up all the good wind cards and stuff like that. Yeah. So it yeah. makes it a little bit harder to splash another wind in there because you can't put your shillas in there, your diabolos can't go in there. You have to right? play two different decks. You have yeah. to play two, two completely different yeah. decks. Most likely it's going to be like wind water and then um, what ice and something like that. So that will be completely different. I, I think it's like. possible that you make two different water decks. But um, aside from that, I can't imagine any other element you doing two Man, up. that's yeah. still so hard just because you now, there. only one of them has like Cloud of Darkness. Like there's some cards that are just kind of... Sure, I think one you go wide with like Cloud of Darkness, Layla Viking, and you can put one Merle Vib in one deck and the other Merle Vib in the other deck. And then yeah. and then maybe the other one go kind of like the old-fashioned, bigger water cards like running like uh, Opus for like Steiner and um, kind of more of like a Knights kind of thing, less wide. I don't know. I'm or you think more control with like a bunch of fan. But you could do like, I think that uh, uh, a wind water deck is going to take very few cards away from like that cloud of darkness Layla Viking build. That's fair. I see. Depending yeah. on how you build yeah. it, yeah. I think ice has a good ability to be broken a bit because I know that there are there are obviously some cards that are very very good, but there's generally a couple of different ways to play ice, and there's a few different lines that you can play. Yeah. I think you could in theory have like a Vikings deck. Uh, or you could have an Ice Earth deck that yeah. still saves some of that other you ice for something do else. Vice Kings and then like Cat Six or Cat Eight, mm-hmm. Fire or Ice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's very. I think Wind is the the most difficult one to split up because like Wind has definitive. I I yeah. think yeah. very defined strong. You know, tier one cards like Yustula is there, Diabolos is there, right? Fina is there. Like Fina is you're there. playing Wind, not playing Fina. Yeah. What? It's hard for me to see what your deck's doing. <laughs> I feel like there's no Fina in your deck. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like wind is either generally going to be like mono wind or we're going to see it dipped with probably water. Yeah. Would yeah. be my guess is that's yeah. probably how we're going to see wind in this turn. Yeah. I think mono wind is definitely going to be one of the safest decks to take to nationals. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll see how it turns out. I Certainly. think um, we've I got th- the new starters that are going to be legal for nationals. So that that's going to change the meta up at least somewhat. So, uh, some of those are definitely really strong. Yeah. So we'll have to we'll good. have to see what's capable, what those are capable of. Yeah, I'm super excited. Those uh, those new starter decks are actually coming out um, this week, On this Friday. Friday. Yep. And some have already seen them. It was Seville, is it Seville that saw them or the Fan Fest? Yeah, was I a mean group that just got access to them. Yeah, yeah they were able to purchase those and play a tournament with them today. Oh, wow. That's really cool. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. So uh, we'll definitely be talking about the spoilers uh, in a bit here. Um, but I do want to talk about the national deal. Neil, were you able to um, I was able up? to find okay, the info. So, uh, so two-deck constructed format. Uh, day one, six, six, or sorry, six, six. 
<laughs> 76. Six. Oh, my God. I'm pressing buttons. Y'all need Jesus talking about 666 <laughs> up in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Devil worshippers. All right. So six 70-minute best of three Swiss rounds. That's day one. Uh, then day two will be a double elimination for uh, seats one through 16, 70-minute best of three. Uh, in the upper tree, and then 17 to 32 in the 30-minute best of one lower oh, tree. wow, okay. So how uh, does that work up into the, the second cut, then? It says players will register two decks with no card matching between the two. When participating in the best of three rounds, players must win with both decks. Therefore, once you win with one deck, you are forced to swap to the other. In best of one elimination rounds, you may choose either deck before the match begins. Uh, so when best of three matches lost in the upper tree, that player will get a second chance in the lower tree, but must win out every game to progress. This will amount in a similar uh, amount of overall games won between top four players. The top four comprise of the top two of each bracket, uh, and then all uh, and will win the world championship invites. Uh, so the top the top two top in each two bracket. winners, top two losers. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so when the and invites passing down will prioritize the upper tree and take into account day one Swiss rankings. Okay. So one concern that was brought up for this is a logistical problem with timing, because if rounds are best of three 70 minutes and best of one 30 minutes, how exactly does that work? Because now we do round one, and then everyone Every in the lower tree finishes 40 minutes-ish ahead of the other one. Do they just... They wait. Hang around, wait. I, they wait. I would imagine they wait. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you're going to have to wait. Otherwise, it's just a nightmare or something. So each bracket has 16 people, so it looks the same, right? It's going to yeah. look the same. So each like section of the round, you have both of them lined up. They both start at the same time. The lower bracket's going to finish earlier, but they wait a little bit, and then they start again at the same time. Keep on going until you go to the finals, yeah. right? I think that makes things kind of awkward because that means people in the loser's bracket get like rest time, essentially. They can also walk around and look at everyone's deck. I guess you could do that day one, but like, well, I, I mean, expect you're either gonna. you're either going to go into losers bracket or not need that. So, yeah, that's true. But like, if you're playing in the top tree, that means you don't really get any downtime compared yeah. to people in the losers bracket getting, dra getting downtime. I think that's like, fine, just because you still have that little safety net. But every top that's three. true. So yeah. if you do, yeah. 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 So the, the winners bracket still get moved into the yeah. uh, losers bracket. Yes. Yes. The yeah. I think the only people that potentially have that issue is the people who move from winners bracket down to losers bracket near the end. Yeah. So we're talking like the top uh, top four that are coming out of the, the winners the bracket ones who are already in. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, the, no, the top four. Yeah, so the last two before you get the finals. Sure. Those two people are going to likely have played. You know, I mean, but that's the, one of the things you're, we're, we're, you know, I mean, literally they could be finishing those games quick. I yeah. mean, if pra if past Crystal Cups and things are an example, I doubt we're going to see, you know, most of those rounds finishing prior to an hour. They're probably going to go pretty darn close to yeah. time. But, I mean, it, it's really going to, it's going to be, the deeper you go into round one probably is where you're going to run into that issue. Yeah. Because there's going to be, I mean, you know. At very best, there's at least you can expect that every round in the bottom tier is at least going to have an extra half an hour. That's probably a safe guess. Yeah. Um, you know, give or take minus any other breaks that happen. Um, I mean, there might be a lunch break and other stuff, but yeah, those people are just going to have played longer. Well, being able to run a marathon tournament like this yeah. is definitely a, uh, an important skill. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, everyone and everyone in that's in the top tier is going to be at the same disadvantage to each other. It's just yeah, the people that have true. lost it down, and so in the end. Yes, you might be playing against someone who might be a little bit more rested, but it's also possible that it. I mean, it's also possible that you're playing against the people who lost in round eight. You know, the winner, the winner's bracket came down, so you're playing in the theoretical. So I mean, who knows whether you're really playing against someone who's better rested or not? Yeah, they just also, have the extra stress too. Yeah, because they're in the losers bracket, you know. But yeah. also, you were you were in the winners bracket, and generally speaking, in this in, in in the way that nationals and most things have gone as well, is you lose and you were out. So go home. We don't yeah, like you anyways. Way, yep. So now you get at least more games. Yeah. So yes, you might be in a weird position, but. I, I don't I don't really see yeah I don't really see it being a major plus or minus in either direction. Agreed. Yeah. I think it's I mean obviously we'll see. <laughs> well you know on paper I don't see anything that just like alarms me that just goes man that's a dumb idea. I mean obviously we'll see how the logistics work out and we'll see how that actually goes because I mean it, that's the other thing too is I mean who knows maybe there's I mean there could be some sequestering things so they might be moving people out once they're done with games that you might not have the ability to sit and look at decks I mean there's going to I'm sure that there's going to be something involved I doubt that you know it's just going to be willy-nilly like you know for those 30 minutes like haha I've got all this time now to just stand over number 1s and number 2s yeah I mean mm. 
it is it is handy because you have uh, access to the brackets beforehand. So if you're paired up against like whoever loses out of the feature match, like you can just spend the rest of your downtime watching on Twitch. Yeah. Um, so I mean that would be handy to scout the opponents, but you've got deck lists anyways. Yeah. So. Well, you get to see kind of how they play a bit, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Which is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's going to be a problem. I think it should be fun. I'm really excited for this new format. Um, I think it kind of makes it a little bit interesting than just the continuous uh, one deck. You just play it over and over again. I mean, um, it's, I, mean it, I, I prefer one deck. I prefer one deck best of three, but I'm I'm willing to try this, and we'll see it. I think two deck is better than, like, three deck. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm just saying, um, I'm, I'm not sure if the... It's the best being Im implemented in, uh, in in the national stage, but um, I, I think um, it's interesting to have. I think it's very good to have different varieties of uh, ways that you can qualify to nationals. Yeah. I th that's what I'm trying to say. From, I think. from Square Enix's perspective, I think that they really appreciate having two deck at nationals, and then last year they had three deck at worlds. And what that does is uh, at the high levels of play, it really showcases the widest diversity of cards and of decks that they can get. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. very good. Yeah. I, sure, but that's not as interesting to me. I'd rather sure. see how good a person is. So from that perspective, I can see one saying, well, you know, if you want to be the best, you have to play several different decks well. Like, you have to be that good. And I can see that. That, I think, is, is a reasonable kind of sure. qualifier there. We should put some draft in then. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not 100% opposed to that, like, at the super higher levels. Yeah. Um, I, I, I honestly think, I mean, we're definitely not there because we don't have that uh, much of uh, a fan base, uh, player base, as like Magic or something like that. That's true, but, it's harder. But yeah. um, I definitely do think that there should be different routes, uh, for instance. Um, like, there's a world for you play one deck, you know, you just play one deck and, you know, this yeah. is the best deck, right? Yeah, they had there's, that at Gen Con. Right. And, and then they had uh, sealed into draft at Gen Con, so yeah. you could Which qualify I, for Worlds. So I think I that's really should, yeah, and I think that uh, should be one of the ways that they do it, right? I there's wish multiple I, I wish I'd routes. gone to that instead of the CC next week. <laughs> oh, yes. That Screwed up. When, where is Gen Con? Is that in, like, in Indiana? Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. in Indiana, middle of, like, the Rust Belt. Okay. Why is that so popular in Indiana? Am I just sorry? It's just it's just I mean it's been there for <laughs> forever. It's been there for years, a long time, thirty yeah. years. Just I don't tradition. Know. Yeah, it's yeah. just a, it was one of the first and big conventions. Yeah, and they mm. signed a really long they signed a really long deal. I don't think that they even have the ability like I don't think Gen Con even has the ability to move the con for like another four or five years, anyways, because oh. they signed a really long contract with Indy and everything to be there. Okay, you know, so interesting. They also probably get like a pretty good deal as far as paying for the convention oh. center, like over like paying for like Seattle's convention center or something. As interesting so. as this is, <laughs> oh, it's this very is, interesting. This is. <laughs> but anyways, let's talk more about it. <laughs> Jeff so, just wants to get to spoilers. Yeah, Jeff really wants true. to talk I about do. spoilers. Well, <laughs> right before, uh, I, I do want to uh, talk a little bit about the, the color schemings that we're interested in. Um, we don't <laughs> have to talk about the decks that we'll be bringing out, but uh, just uh, give us, uh, like, you know, what what do you think that, what color would do you think you'll kind of splash in when you go into the two deck? And I'm going to ask you, too, because you're going to go to Dark Crystal Cup and hopefully yeah. you make it. And I'm going to talk about my thing, too. Just the color scheme. So, like, what's like, so let's what some strong archetypes would be to play, to bring well, in? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, what, what, you, what is your opinion? Um, you don't have to say this is what I'm bringing. Of but, but, but you'd be like. So, I think, I think this would be that, good, good uh, options. Right now, uh, Mono Wind, uh, Mono Water, Mono Ice, um, or Ice Earth, those are all going to be uh, high contenders. Uh, mono Water, huh? I think with with Riku being gone, that uh, yeah. I'm not sure because I mean we haven't really seen it much anyways, but uh, it, it could be. Uh, I've heard a lot of people saying that they're excited for Mono Water in a post Riku world. Interesting. Um, I think you have I to. I just think Mono Water is just too slow. I think you have to adjust your deck if you're playing Mono Water because Wind Water just r destroys you. Yeah. Like Valfour is just so good against Leela Viking. And so, like, you just kind of don't get the value that you normally get against other decks. Yeah. So I think you really have to adjust your deck. Maybe you go back to playing uh, Leonora and, like, Porum. Assuming kind of deal, Windwater so. is still being played. Or, you know, you that's go... True. Yeah. That's, that's true. That's yeah. true. People I don't think, adjust I think to the it'll still. Yeah. I think it'll still have strength. Um, you go Chris Matinscrout. 
but uh, white mage. we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, that white mage. <laughs> the damage oh reduction white mage was just like, yeah, Ooh. fail four doesn't kill it. Sorry. So what about you? What colors do you think uh, are going to be the high contenders in nationals? Oh, uh, sorry. Real quick. I oh. think I think that this uh, starter might push <sighs> Firewind into top tier. I think okay. that uh, the new Vaughn and the new Terra are both very playable in that deck. Oh, yeah. Terra yeah. seems so good to me. Yeah. I am excited about that card. Yeah, Terra being able to get Phoenix, Diabolos, and then, I mean, you can just run a Phoenix toolbox with the Vaughn. And just getting Belias back crazy. so that way you could... Even just Belias. Yeah, yeah. just lots yeah, yeah, yeah. of value. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. What about you? What, what do you think is going to be the, the high contenders of the Nationals? What colors are going to be uh, I, cream of the cop? I definitely think Mono Win obviously will be there. Uh... I can see Windwater still uh, being a contender. Mono Ice. Um, I don't think as many people are going to go like Ice Earth, although I think that is the better build. I think they're just going to be safer and go Mono Ice. Uh, ice Fire is still very strong. Um, so I think all those decks have possibilities. Mono Water, maybe, if someone can find the right balance for it. Otherwise, I think that deck still struggles against the rest of the field. And against Fina in general. Just like Fina in general is just really good. Yeah. So... I think that Mono Water maybe if someone can find the right balance. Okay. What about or, you? Or just pop some white mages in there. <laughs> yeah. I think that I think that that's probably going to see. I think that that's probably a pretty safe guess right now. You know, Mono Wind, Weewa, um, Ice, Ice Earth, Fire. You know, the Returners, the six Fire Ice deck. I yep. think. I think that set is pretty solid. I think. I I would like to whether whether it will make an appearance or not. I would like to see a very under the radar mono lightning deck that just no one's expecting. Um, I think mono lightning, while it has been a bit behind, I think it has a potential to kind of catch some people unaware. I think it does some good things against some of those matchups, um, especially if someone's not expecting it. And in a best of three, four, you know, in a best of three format where you're only playing your winning deck once, um, it's potentially a very good like game one deck yep. to just kind of catch somebody with their pants down and then be like. Well, now I'll play my mono ice deck for two games. Ho, ho, ho. You know, just that way you go, you know, you play something. I think that we might see some of that. I think we might see some weird kind of, I think we might see a traditional deck and then some weird, just weird deck. Just to literally just try and catch people with a game. There might actually even be some mono fire. Fire's gotten some pretty decent cards last couple sets. Nails so really, Nails, yeah. Yeah. Nails really good. So I think, New Terra's really I don't strong. think that's super likely. But I think there is a possibility. There's enough cards. I think that there's a possibility that we and see some mono fire that does Ace, decent. Ace gives mono fire game against Ishtola. Oh, not Ishtola. Sorry, uh, Aerith, which is something that it previously had struggled, struggled with. Against. Correct. Yep. Yep. Um, I also think there's a possibility. So, like, mono lightning has a lot of good cards, but I think going wide against them is just the way it was against mono ice. Just you go wide and it's hard for them to deal with it. So they splash yeah. earth. So lightning splashing earth could possibly be a good deck that no one sees coming. Yeah, like Earth Lightning or something. Yeah. yeah. So everyone's just uh, really, really excited to talk about these spoilers. So we'll just get right yeah, to it. To <laughs> we, don't care. we don't care what Steve thinks is going to be a NAS because so, he's yeah, not going to be there anyways. My opinion, just, you know, it's useless. It's perfect. You're an angel. <laughs> so let's get to the spoilers. Um, I know Jeff's really excited to talk about it, and we'll all go through. We'll get a chance to read them and stuff like that. Um, Jeff, why don't you start us off? Um, I know you, I'm sure you have the one that you really, really wanted to talk about, I'm sure. I sure and, do. Okay, so, so you can start us off, and we'll uh, pick what whatever's remaining, and we'll restart reading them I off. I don't remember his power. Does someone have a okay. picture of Vaughn? I do. Uh, yes. Yeah, he does. There you oh, are. Where did you pull those from? Those are sexy. So, Vaughn, uh, we have a 6CP 8K Sky Pirate. Sky when, Pirates! When Vaughn enters the field, reveal the top five cards of your deck. Play one forward of cost three or less among them onto the field. Then, shuffle the other cards revealed and return them to the bottom of your deck. If you have received five points of damage or more, perform this action twice instead. So I think the 5CP Vaughn from Opus 1 was already on the verge of playability. And this, picking a card from your deck instead of from your hand, makes that... Uh, you get an extra 2CP of value off of that because yep. you're no longer losing a card from your hand. Yep. It makes it a lot easier to play because you don't need to have a card in hand to get it. Correct. And um, if you have received five points of, or damage, you get to do it twice. That's absolutely crazy. Yeah. So That's like bonkers with, right there. You're getting, you're getting all of the value from it up front, whereas the original Vaughn, you really have to wait until he attacks to get that uh, double Extra, activation yep. of your backup, so which is the, super strong. But 
with the double activation, if they determine the timing, so you do it once, you complete, and then you do it a second time. It, it would that's, keep... that's how it reads. Okay. Yep. Okay. Wait, so don't they? Wouldn't they both come into play at the same time? No. They come into play sequentially. You do it it's, once. It's all. It's you all do it again during uh, a single abilities activation, but they do come into play one and then the next one. Yep. That was my question. Yep. Yep. So, like yep. any like abilities that trigger off of them, wait and go on the stack later. Yeah, yeah. They don't go on the stack, resolve, and then the next one, right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So if you hit two Vikings, it's Viking, Viking, and then draw. Then draw, draw, draw on the two. Stack. Yeah. yeah, draw two yeah, on yeah. the stack. Yeah. yeah. All right. So. Uh, but if you if you get something like uh, uh, what's a card that's like if uh, if another category whatever forward enters the field under your control, lock. No, no, no. No, uh, Renoa. Yeah, so like if you flip a category eight forward, like uh, let's say Laguna, and play that, and then you play the Renoa, the Renoa will not trigger off of the Laguna, since Laguna already came into play, since it's sequential. Okay, okay. You couldn't get three. You look at the top five, top five cards. Yeah. Oh, so you look like you look at an additional top five cards. Yes. Yeah. Ho yeah. ho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yes. So you, you look at five. Put one in. Put the four on the bottom. Yeah. And then look do it at again. five. Do it again. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Me likey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's real <laughs> strong. All right. So I'm going to move on to lightning. Um, I'm going to read uh, the lightning one. It is a four drop. Lightning Ford Ravager, uh, it is 13, obviously. During this turn, if you attacked with two or more fours you controlled, the cost for playing Lightning onto the field is reduced by three, and it is an 8K power. It has um, an S ability. It's a S and then a tap. It's choose up to two forwards, dull them, and draw a card. It's called Crushing Blow. Yeah, it's actually, um, that's pretty good. Uh, you get you, to do- you get a draw a card off of that. Yeah, you get a you get to pretty much replace the S card, yeah. the lightning card that you discarded, and yeah. get a new one, and you get to uh, dull two uh, forwards. I think the biggest problem with this card is that playing one for an eight K is no big deal. It really isn't that big a deal anymore. Um, yeah, I mean that's it has no other Galdas basically. Yeah, except not dark. Yeah, <laughs> yep. like. We have so many cards that cost a low amount and get pretty big, and they're just fine. Like, even Yida, which has a lot of upside if you're playing that deck, is just fine. It's not really a big deal. And it gets, like, 10k for two. Like yeah. So, So I, I'm iffy on this card. I think it's fine, but not yeah, a big deal. I don't, I don't think it's it amazing. It takes a lot to get it cool. set up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. It is a good S, though. I I like. I kind of like the idea of the design space. It's interesting because that. Oh, card, that's part I like. Yeah, because yes. yeah. that's cool. Because the card is. I mean, and that's something that we haven't seen a lot of lately. And so to see a card that functions very, very differently, it's cool. We've gotten a couple of those, and generally, most of them have not been very good. <laughs> generally, we get these kind of like you know the discard the card from your hand instead of having to pay for it and do a thing, or you know, there's a couple that have just been like. The, the flip cards, like Agrius, that's cool ability <laughs> if you p- pair it right. But but I just like the design space here because Lightning is, generally speaking, that's going to be a main phase two card. It's yes. going to be a card that you play you know, afterwards. In Lightning, I mean, it could be good um, in Lightning because Lightning's got, you know, like the Luas and the Warriors of Darkness, and it's got a lot of haste. So, I mean, you can potentially, you know, put two cards down on attack, and then you get Lightning, you know, for one and in main phase three, and you could just go wide pretty quick. I don't know. I But it doesn't have haste because it's, you know, a main phase two thing. Yeah, and, it doesn't have an just, ability. I don't know. Yeah, I just it's kind of like, I mean, yeah, it's cool. It's a one-cost 8K. Yeah. I, like even if it had haste, um, even though you're planning to play it main phase two a lot of the time, you still then can like attack, attack, yeah. play this. It has haste, so on their turn you could special with it to remove their attackers and blockers from next turn draw cards. Yeah, like I mean, if but, crushing blow, if crushing blow was not having to tap lightning and was like a two cost additional or something, I might like the card more. Or if it just discard, I think that would exactly because part of the thing about lightning is the fact like I like the lightning idea. The problem is is that it, generally speaking. I don't want to play that card as a four-cost 8K because the special is okay, but that's not anything to write home about. Like, that's not a special. That's a special that occasionally is like, that's cool, but, like, I don't want to have, you know, some specials you just want to use. I don't know if that's one that I want to use. I think it's a strong special. I the think special is strong, I think yes. it is in the right spots. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah. But I think but, 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 but for the same thing, you can play the you can play the legend. I think the real question is like do you want to run like six or nine lightnings with I mean, the with the lightning 100%. pool that we have? But, I mean you can play just the so legend. you can use this as I think you need two. You just need to I mean you just need to navigate the game to a position where it's favorable for you. Uh, I don't think that it's too hard to really get that. Uh, it really helps you just push in for that last point of damage. You're already playing a super aggressive deck. Uh, she gets two blockers out of the way, and uh, I mean, I think the legend. I mean, I think the legend lightning, the four opus four legend lightning that we're about to get in the starter deck. It takes a lot of setup though, because you need two other that thirteen cards. I straight up think Amon's better than this card. I'd rather play Amon. I'd rather play Amon or uh, maybe Ravis. Uh, or I like Lightning Emperor. I like that card a lot, though. So that's true, you do. Yeah, yeah. I think it's really good. But uh, this card is not that great, and we should not <laughs> be talking about it this <laughs> so long. So next card. Next card. <laughs> hey everybody. Hey, I'm going to talk about this card. Okay. Everyone, this is Kane, three uh, CP uh, Wind Forward. Wind Kane. Wind Kane. Mm -hmm. uh, it is a five K. Um, it has haste. Kane doesn't receive any damage except battle damage. That's pretty strong. Uh, it has a special called Gungner, uh, which is just discard Kane. Until the end of turn, Kane gets plus 5,000 power and first strike. And what is his job? Yeah, his job. I was I was <laughs> debating whether I was going to do it or not. You it's Holy Dragoon, it. and I hate it. I hate that it's Holy Dragoon. So it's uh, the first Holy Dragoon. Yeah. <laughs> the it'll only. Just, it'll just never, like, hey, kids, Farts. did you want to maybe play Wind Lightning Dragoons? And get a cane that works really well for no. that? No. <laughs> no. Go to hell. This is a holy dragoon. This is better I'm than the so other annoyed. dragoons. I'm so annoyed. But you know what? Doesn't matter. Because that's the way it is. I mean, and I'm mad about it, but that's okay. <laughs> it's a four card. I think it'll be fun in an Earthwind 4 deck. I actually you know? think the card yeah, is Rydia. not bad. Like I think the card's great. Yeah, yeah I like, think it's really good. I think it's well His protection ability, I think, is edge. decently strong. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you have Edge, uh, you have Magus Sisters. Um, there's several things you can do, like if you want to play like uh, Earth, um, Earth Wind uh, 4, you could go yeah. that route. You could play mm -hmm. uh, Wind Water 4. Uh, I think he's decent. Yeah, Earth Wind like, 4. Just mechanically as a card, yeah. I think he's decent. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wish there was a little bit more earth, or, you know, Wind Cane because I feel like if you're specialing, you've only got two real options. Because I just don't know if lightning wind with Kane is the ideal. Yeah, it might yeah. not be bad, but then at that point, I think that this Kane is good when you're not playing the lightning canes because there are better lightning canes. Still, with two with two more of him, and then say two three edges. I mean, your opponent is really wondering, you know, yeah. what does does he have the card whenever he's he's got a block or attack into him? Yeah, you just leave three backups all the time and just be like. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, when am I going to do it to you? <laughs> I wish we could get uh, some Kane and Cecil's that like have interactive abilities with each other the way that we have Squall and Laguna interact a lot. Yeah, they're Because they're best friends. So yeah. you would think we would have those cards and maybe eventually we will. Um, best friends. It, it might happen in the, the start. Do we ha have you seen the uh, Cecil in here? There's no Cecil in there. Yeah. Oh, so there's the, yeah. oh, sorry. There is a Cecil in there. It's okay. the Earth 5 drop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Dark oh, Cecil. Yeah. yeah, the Dark Cecil, the one yeah. we already know. Yeah, yeah okay. I, I love this. This starter deck, we're getting the backwards Cecil and the <laughs> forwards <laughs> gain <laughs> <laughs> instead of the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> Subverting expectations. Yeah, but overall, I think this card's decent. I'm not sure if costing three is makes it playable enough. If it costs two, I'd say yes. Oof, yeah. But I mean, if it's two, I mean, it's yeah. incredible. I don't know. It has haste also. I mean, it does this, card, this card, realistically, aside from the fact that it's a thousand power less, that card is almost a Lua? No. Almost. No. A Lua does so much. It activates all your guys. I, so we're not talking special. I'm talking a Lua, a Lua alone, even with that, the special is icing on the cake, but that's a three cost 6K that is going to ignore the first damage to or the first cast at it. And generally, most of the cast nowadays at this point, there are they're mostly damage. There's less direct break effects from those types of things. Except I think in ice, yeah. Exactly. I mean, there's a few things. But I think Kane is very close to that same 
type of card where I feel that like people are just going to be slamming it in decks, and you're just going to have to find a way to deal with it, or it's just going to hit you for three points of damage. Yeah, he resists a, a lot of the a lot he of does. the really common uh, mm -hmm. removal. You can't yep. like Diabolos chain another damage effect on. Correct. Him. Um, I mean, you can't Diabolos. Shantoto's being played a lot less, yeah, you know, in yeah. this meta. Uh, for Fina, a couple metas. Fina doesn't kill him. Yep. Um, I mean, if White Mage was a decent meta choice for uh, Christopher Mattis at the last Crystal Cup, that's, yeah, that's a, could that's maybe a be real like a, ability. Oh, like a, you could maybe play like a Wind Ice aggressive deck with Snow Yeah. Um, and be playing this guy. I mean, outside of, outside of Yuri, how does Mono Wind deal with that? Chaos outside Walker. of combat. Chaos Walker. <laughs> Just bring it back. Blames it. <laughs> yeah. Bring it back. I mean, you you asked how they deal with it. You didn't ask for a good option. Is <laughs> a good card. Okay. Well, okay. It's always been a good card. All right. Yeah. As soon as Chaos Walker starts getting played more, I'm gonna start playing some more Nidhogs. Let me tell you. <laughs> tell you that Chaos Walker might get played more if this card has played more. I'm not. It's meta dependent. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Next card. All right, next card is uh, a five-cost Ramza boy. Uh, Decidia, Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy Tactics. Backup. Uh, he is a knight. Uh, when Ramza enters the field, reveal the top three cards of your deck. Add one forward, one backup, and one summon among them to your hand, and put the rest of the cards into the break zone. Uh, and then tap a lightning and uh, one, and tap Ramza. Put Ramza into the break zone. Choose one monster. Break it. This card is interesting. I don't know if it's good, but it is very interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, it's interesting. I don't fully like it because um, most of the time I feel like you're probably going to hit one forward and one backup or one summon, right? Because if yeah, you yep. in in a in a so you'll get two cards back for it, right? Most which likely makes it a one CP, which mm. makes it one CP. So that's not bad. It lets you fix cards from your hand. Yeah. So yeah. if you've got if you've got cards that aren't yeah, good in the matchup, yeah. so that that really helps you play like uh, uh, some meta dependent cards that are good in a specific matchup. And then if you get those cards in a matchup where they're not ideal, you know it's really easy to discard them for CP and replace them. Yeah. The so other thing about this is that it is searchable off of Dukultana. So Which is, it's uh, huge to have. Is Dukultana yeah. a knight character? It just says knight, knight character. Knight character. Yeah. yeah, so it's a backup that searches another backup, which we've already determined is very strong. Yeah, yeah. and previously there was not a lightning knight that he could get. You could get uh, Earth Knights yeah, the back, Pelinor. Segarides and Pelinor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which gives Mono Lightning some good filter because uh, you have Fasoya and now you have this. Um, so it allows you to do some drawing and some filtering that it didn't have before. Uh, I think the question is if you only hit one card, like if you hit like th three forwards, you know, or something like that, so you can only choose one of them, is this card still worth it to run? I just don't think if you build your deck correctly that that's that likely, to likely at all. Yeah. I mean, of course, that's it's fair. going to happen, but... That's fair. We've seen that with Nell. Like when I first read Nell, I was like, oh, this is really only good Like if you're playing mono forwards. You're like, it's just not going to do it, and then you don't have your backups to do, yeah. do those abilities. Yeah. But as I've seen playing against that card, they often just like, oh, two forwards and a backup that I don't care about. And another card I don't care about. So I'll put those two forwards in my hand. We were watching a game between these two earlier where Nail hit nothing, a backup and two summons. <laughs> it does happen. And, and it still won him the game. <laughs> yeah, because you had a bunch of backups. Yeah. yeah, so it didn't yeah. matter. Yeah. yeah. Just the yeah. potential Ow. Ow. For, the, I mean, for the filtering. I, I, I like this card. I think that, you know, aside from the fact that it's searchable by Goltana, which is good, um, it, it also, I mean, at, generally speaking, this card is going to be a 3CP backup that also has the um, ability to break a monster non-categorically. So, yeah, I mean, non -cost it literally, non-cost, yeah. just, it just doesn't care. It's, it's basically 3CP. So 3P, 3CP destroys a monster of any type. Um, I think that that's good. Um, I mean, Lightning already has a number of monster crush, but I think this is the really, best really one. Good as well. Ramu is just uh, two CP or less, yeah. though. Yeah. So yeah. this is nice. So to this give gets over. Lightning yeah. some some play against like uh, Dgix. The only thing I don't like about the card is is one of the same things I don't like about Nail, and I'm not saying it's necessarily bad or good, but having to chuck those additional two cards you pull off the top into the break zone as compared to putting them back on the bottom, I dislike that. Mm, but yeah. I understand. I understand why. <laughs> it. it I kind of like it because it allows you to do something where you can maybe play more with your um, break zone. So, like, if you play, like, uh, uh, Earth Lightning, 
Now you can be throwing things in your break zone to maybe get back later or like I lightning guess, water. Or if you're playing mono lightning. I guess yeah, because you have Sid Previa. Yeah, because you've, you've got Sid mid Previa to pull back. You've yeah. got uh, Zemus and Zemus. Uh, X, I guess X you're, you're right. And or, then yeah, you've got the old right. school lightning too, the five drop and one where you can bring the, out of the yeah. back <laughs> up to so the top. So I guess you're not wrong. That It plays to lightning's recursion strengths. So I mean, I guess it's not horrible. I guess maybe I don't like it in fire, you know, and with nail wars because yeah. fire doesn't care. Like it's in the break zone and so, go f yourself. So I can't imagine where this would be relevant, uh, since um, uh, I, I don't know why you would not want to take the cards. But since the cards are revealed, they're not in a hidden zone. Uh, if you have options, you are obligated to take them. That's in, that's important to know. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't think it's going to come up too often that you wouldn't want to. Yeah, but, but if it's like. The only card, the only backup is like, uh, I don't know, Lulu, and you've got Sid Previa in hand, and you really want to Sid Previa the Lulu. Well, I guess you would you just still, discard you it for this. You would yeah. discard it for Okay. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't like know what. The, the only thing I can think of is, let's say you built a deck with uh, oh, you like have, Lightning, you the 5-drop Lightning. Or you have a Zemus out in play, and you draw a forward that you really want to just Zemus out. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 But well, if you drew it, you wouldn't have the CP to play it. Or if there's like a, like a, if you're Running like Veritas oh, and like a Chaos or something, and then you pull those two. You definitely don't really want to drop both Chaos and your uh, Veritas there. You know it's kind of awkward, but you have to. I mean, it could be worse. I, I don't. Fine. I don't think it puts you. I think the only time it's going to put you in a weird situation is if like you, if somehow you play this card and you're like at four cards or three cards at the end. And then you basically draw three cards, which is going to be what I mean. That's even then, that's, we're that's talking equal. small. I mean, but it's like, but at that point, you're like, oh, I've got six cards now. So discarding the hand size is exactly. the same as just not taking it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, hopefully, okay. I can't figure so. out a reason why you wouldn't. But yeah, I, just in case you can't. Yeah, the, <laughs> the right. card actually just seems solid to me. Yeah, agreed. I mean, uh, there is a I think case. It adds a lot of consistency to Mono Lightning. Yes, it yeah. has been missing lately. Yeah, you can go crazy low now. You run like three Duke Goltanas and like two Ramses. You run like three Louis Swas yep. and two of each of the. <laughs> your CP curve and two of the other two is a little awkward if you're That's tutoring weird. for it off of Duke Goltana because that card costs three and puts you at even backups, and this card costs five. Yeah. So it's that. That's a little awkward, but you just deal with it. Yeah. Because it's that good, I think you're yeah. awkward. What yeah, else do we got? Fine. All right, so we got two that more here. Um, I'll do this one really quick, and it is the three drop. Uh, Earth card, it's called Atlas. It so this is, is from Opus 10. This is not from the starter. Yeah, this is Opus 10. Yep. Um, uh, they have a new, I guess, uh, keyword, keyword. Yep. Um, in it. Uh, it's a Ford. It's a Colossus. It is from FF12, uh, a category. It has uh, 7,000 power, and it reads damage to... Is, is that not 14? No, it's not a V. It's 2. Uh, it's that. hard to tell. I'm pretty sure that's a 14 character, though. No, that might be 13. That it's not a V, you know so what? it has to be a V for fourteen, right? So it uh, one, it looks reasonable to me. Well, maybe just I can't tell. Yeah, it looks tell. three. It looks thirteen. It's actually. an Earth card. It's yeah, an, Earth card. an Earth card. I'm pretty sure it's like twelve or thirteen. It looks like thirteen. Anyways, it's thirteen. Ryan Chen has confirmed that it is thirteen. So <laughs> Atlas, <laughs> um, it is uh, damage. It says damage two. Atlas gains plus one thousand power. Damage five. Atlas gains two. Thousand power, so I'm pretty much guessing here. They but are cumulative, huh? They, they are cumulative. It's been confirmed. Okay. By it is okay. It's cumulative. Okay, yep. that's good. That's good to know. Yep. But pretty much the damage two and the damage five. What it's talking about is your damage zone, obviously, right? If you have two damage in your damage zone, you get the plus one thousand. If you're at damage five, if you have five damages, you get the plus two thousand and the plus one thousand. So it will be ten k at that point. This is going to be a beast yeah. and limited. Yeah. So, oh, so basically, so basically, they've taken they've taken what we've already seen on a lot of cards. Obviously, this is this one's a specific doubler, yep. but they've taken cards like the new. Gabranth that we've seen where you get five points of damage and gain some amount of power, yep. and Six. they've just basically keyworded it. Yep. So yes. instead of it being written out, you know, they've added a keyword that gives them the ability to saves them a lot of text to, space. Yeah. Yeah. to literally yeah. do that in because that's also would be confusing. Like because that power is great and it's easy, and we haven't had a keyword, but to have like the Gabranth, if you have that double step to be like at three damage, add one thousand power, and then when you're because like least does kind of a similar type yeah. thing yeah. where it gets kind of a little bit wonky and weird, and so I like that we have a keyword now that kind of does the same thing and just really consolidates it. Yeah. I, I, and it's I, easy to explain. I think Final Fantasy needs to use a little bit more keywords. Uh, some of the text on some of the stuff is uh, is 
is too long. Some yeah. of the, some of the wordings on yeah. there. Some of the explanations though do a really. Uh, some of the explanations are very good though, so it's nice to have some of that sometimes. But obviously, sometimes it's just. Yeah, I mean, for you know, <laughs> the first time when it comes out, you know, with those kind of abilities, you know, you should have them. But you know, later you can start using keywords. Um, like for instance, you know, you know, the. The Miles talks about this a lot, right? Uh, the one where uh, you play something, you look at the top five cards of your uh, deck, and then you grab, you know, whatever category thirteen or something like that. Yeah. You can keyword that. Like that's been used enough where you can keyword that. Look at the top five, take one card. Yeah, like uh, he take calls one card that. What is it? He, he calls, calls it gather, gather, gather together. Gather together. So yeah. like gather together two, gather together three, which would mean that you just draw the top three. You know, gather uh, together yeah, six. Uh, gather together five. Yeah. Pick category five. Uh, pick one category. Uh, category five character. Five character. Yeah. yeah, or something like that. One thing that uh, Magic did to shorten uh, a lot of text was uh, they replaced what what basically is when this card is put into the break zone from the field. Uh, they replaced that with uh, when this character dies. Yeah. Hmm. And they use the word sacrifice for if you are purposely sacking it. You know, like. Um, if you're putting it into the break zone yeah. from yeah. the field, yeah. yeah, so for like a veritas effect, and like a, or like as a or cost, yeah. yeah, yeah, like the way um a lot of scholars is tap it, break it, you get it, you know, bounce something, yeah. Uh, instead of having all that text, it would have like a smaller, just like yeah, one. Yeah, we just say sacrifice, right? Yeah. It would just say tap sacrifice scholar, yeah. right? Instead yeah. of you know bring the you know put scholar into the break zone, you can just say sacrifice scholar. Or sacrifice I, this card, or whatever. and I think eventually we'll, you know, we'll get. I'm there. sure we'll get there. Yeah. We'll see. Anyways, next card. This is the last one, and we'll have Andrew Pierce read it for us. Hey, this card is Soldier Third Class, three CP, Fire Forward. Is that category? Is category seven? seven. Yep. It is seven. I, you think I would just know that right it's away? It's Soldier. And not be a dummy. What the hell do you <laughs> think yeah, it's going to be? Okay. <laughs> All right, sue me. Uh, okay. Yes, do it. How much money do you have? Well, you're going to find out (laughs) when you have a judge make me tell you. Uh, (laughs) It is a 5K, first strike, and when Soldier 3rd Class enters the field, you may search for one card named Soldier 3rd Class and add it to your hand. So this is a multi-card. It has a multi-card symbol. It does, yes. It is a standard unit. Um, And it's common, which will be really interesting for draft. It is not a standard unit, is it? it? Oh, it is. Sorry. I like this card. I'm not certain quite... How good it is because we've had this effect before, like with Psychom Warden, but it got really big. This one's really this one's interesting though. It's a uh, effectively a one CP five K with first strike, yes. so you can you can party them together as a ten K first strike, which is huge. Correct, um, or fifteen if you get. Yeah, and you're not really. <laughs> yes, that's how mouth works. Playing yes. playing the third Psychom Warden always felt a little a little Bad. off, and in this uh, you're not afraid to, to discard the third. Uh, yeah, soldier, you wanted to, you so that way you got a bunch of 9Ks. Um, yeah, you yeah. kind of felt obligated to yeah, because yeah. of that. And here, uh, the third one doesn't really help you out that much, so I think you're a lot more inclined to just throw it, and you have two 1CP 5K first strikes now, which yeah. which is which is pretty decent. I, I think I think this card, um, I, like, I really also want to say I love the art. I love the art of this card. It's pretty cool. Um, it's nothing super special, but I just like the kind of the different approach they're taking. I also like this deck. Uh, this card goes really well in what is shaping up to be a pretty crazy-looking Final Fantasy VII Fire Earth deck that runs like standard units. So you can run the Barrett with the WRO members with this guy. So you can, you know, throw some pugilists in just for fun. I'm not saying it's going to be top tier or anything, but I think it, it, it's interesting There's enough. There's synergy there. There's synergy there, absolutely. Yeah. Because you play that, you know, play the new five-cost Barrett, which you know you're going to have cost reduct. You're going to have the cost reduction off of Jesse. Um, you're going to have, you know, the clouds that are going to be in there. You're going to have a lot of seven. This, you know, you find this card with Barrett, and then it's like, oh, look, I've got a lot of dudes now. Yeah, Fire, yeah, Earth, and Fire Earth 7's already about tier 3 right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it doesn't need much to, to really surmount I, that. And actually, that 3-drop cloud, uh, the Earth 3-drop cloud might um, see some play with... Blocking. Huh? Because the it's the one that gives you the... When they block, you get a yeah, bonus. Yeah, you can well, block uh, I was thinking about four, the, it breaks. If four, and it so breaks something. that lets you oh, okay. get to critical mass to four uh, pretty super, easy. Yeah, pretty yeah. easily. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that does that too. Yeah. Where I'm looking at playing this card would probably be like maybe Mono Fire because now Fire with this has a lot of cards that search and get other forwards. Like you have Nell, you have Gaius, you have this. So you just have a good way of like playing one card that builds you an army. So it allows you to not very not you have don't have to commit a lot of cards to do that. You can build an army pretty easily 
um, that you force your opponent to deal with, and you still have cards in your hand. And even though you're going to lose the first strike, him partying with another character is pretty good to get like a really strong uh, oh, yeah. party attack. Yeah. Um, I mean, just like losing him at one CP, you're you're not really that concerned yeah. if you're throwing him into combat. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, I mean I, I like it. It's good. I wish I, I like it. I I wish uh, the it, the bright side of this card is that it's searchable off other things, so you can meet it in, uh, you can uh, march it in, you know, to get those things. So like yep. you're gonna find Jesse this card. It. Jesse gets it. So there's a number of different things that you can do. Like I like I really want uh, in a couple of fire decks that I've run, I've run the Domin Dominion Legionary from Tactics. Yeah. Or not Tactics from uh, Type, Type Zero. Type Zero. Yeah. Just because it does a similar thing where I play the card, I basically get to grab another one and it helps me ramp. Yeah. The problem is is I can't find that card. Like <laughs> I have to literally just hope I draw that card uh, or I can march it in, which is, you know, yeah. you know, I'm still I'm still having to search. This card, I can literally in any number of ways add it to my hand basically when I want it. I wish you were soldier so you could zack it. Yeah, that yeah. would be cool. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, that but was something. Standard unit still has some cool synergies. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and then play uh, with, you can play uh, with Fire Riffia. <laughs> you know, so it costs one less. You just go turn one, Riffia, then you just play three of these. There you go, guys. Doesn't, the, doesn't the Lunith give haste? Lunith can, can give yeah. standard yep. unit haste. Yep. Yeah. Um, there's the Wind, which is the Arc, can pump it by 1,000. Um, wind also has other standard unit stuff that you can use. It has that four-drop um, Warrior, Warrior of Light, that, uh, that, that new one, yep. the Wind, um, yep. that makes it... What does that thing do now? I totally forgot. When it attacks, all your standard units get plus two, and when you play a standard unit, you may activate two backups. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what it was. That makes, yeah. I mean, that makes him hyper-efficient. Yeah. Yep. So there's <laughs> synergy shit. there. Whether or not it's actually good enough, yeah. we don't know. Yeah. But it's worth trying out, worth building around. Mm -hmm. yep. And we haven't even mm -hmm. seen the rest of the set either, so there might be yeah. other good standard unit things that, like, Add to that. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. for this. Yeah. If we get some kind of fire cloud of darkness. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That really cares about how many how many forwards you have. I mean, we already talked about the uh, starter cloud, doing that a little bit, but yeah, yeah. could be. We have so some others. Before we go, uh, we have a new uh, dual uh, starter deck that has been, um, I guess. Uh, Announced. It, announced. Was, it was leaked, yeah. and then it was and leaked then they and announced. Yeah, yeah. announced. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, leaked and then announced <laughs> real quick. Yeah. <laughs> so Neil actually has it in front of us. Hopefully, uh, we'll have it also in front of us. Can in the you screen. actually see what they do? Uh, you can read clouds. Can read Sephiroth yeah. is Sephiroth's a yeah. little. Well, yeah, we'll go through. But uh, one of the things that I like about this, specifically before we get into it, is that it's being released at the same time as the Final Fantasy VII remake, and this is a Cloud versus Sephiroth deck. Uh, it appears to be at I least like Earth uh, on the seven side. And Sephiroth on the seven side is lightning, mm -hmm. so, which is exciting. Yeah, well, which is cool. Um, we'll see it's what first else. First time he's uh, he's a lightning. First lightning. Yep. We'll see what else we get out of the deck. We don't know what other colors are going to be because it's very very preliminary. Yes. But I like the fact that we're getting a tie-in that also is using assets from the seven remake on the cards. Yeah. Yep. They so like, great. yeah, these cards look great. It's got a cloud on his motorcycle. Uh, looking all sexy and Sephiroth, you know, with some fire behind him because yeah. that's how Sephiroth looks classic, good. So, yeah. anyway, so Cloud, uh, so I'll read these. Uh, one of the things I also liked about these is they're both soldiers. Um, and so that Sephiroth is findable off Zach. Yeah. Which yeah, well, is like what reminded me when we said that. I was like, that's what, that's what yeah. reminded me. Okay, yeah. so uh, so we don't know what Cloud costs. but it, he it, Because of the, the little white in the corner, it's almost guaranteed that he costs two. Okay, you think it's a two? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so he is Earth, which you can tell just barely. Uh, but it says, I'm pretty sure, put one Category 7 forward into the break zone. Uh, the very start of it is covered, so there yeah. might be an additional yeah. cost, like yeah. one or a single Earth or a dull symbol yeah. that we e can't really tell. And it says, for break zone, something for one forward that costs one CP more. Oh, search, sorry. Search for one forward that costs one CP more than the forward you put into the break zone and play it onto the field. You can only use this ability this during your main phase. That's a birthing pod. That's yeah. a birthing pod. You can turn <laughs> any any category seven forward into another forward that costs one more. Yeah. You can do that's it. Awesome. Drew's that's like, I gotta read this to make sure that that's what I read. <laughs> yeah, it's a birthing pod. Oh wow. I'm yeah. super excited about all these new cards that will be coming yeah. out. Uh, so you can you can do some really cool stuff. Like you can uh pitch him into a shelk into another one of him, and then next turn pitch the shelk into a four drop. 
uh, yeah. it really enables. Yeah. Some I don't crazy know if stuff. that's actually like good, but like <laughs> as I'm a, a combo, I'm a huge as a, fan of Shelk. As, so. as a combo yeah. player, I'm very excited. Yeah. <laughs> there is any number of four drops I want to drop into a five cost Barrett for a seven deck two. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like let's, let's get real. Uh, so then Sephiroth uh, is a three cost lightning card, um, and these are both forwards, by the way. I think. Yeah, yes. yes. Okay. And then Sephiroth. Oh God. Uh, Sephiroth says, there's lots of cutoff here, so I will apologize. But it says, when Sephiroth attacks, dole all the opponent controls with 8,000 power at the end of each of your turns, something, your break zone from the something the break zone. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. So, yeah. so <laughs> most, you're welcome. What most, can I say except, oh, sorry. So most likely he's going to act as a super alpha nod that always is eight. Always hits for 8K. Does um, he say 8,000 power or, or more? It uh, doesn't we don't say so 8,000 power, power or... Yeah, I'm yeah. sure it's Presumably or something. Presumably it's going to be less. Yeah. Hopefully not more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the question is... I mean, or less is crazy. I mean, it could be 8,000 power or more. I mean, is Sephiroth... I mean, that question is, is how godly do you think the Sephiroth is? For three costs... Oh, I if it's d- less. For three costs, I doubt he's... I don't know. I feel like tapping down everything less than 8,000 power for a three cost... Seems ridiculous. Yeah. So it's probably 8,000 power or more. He probably is designed specifically to take out, you know... Anything that could block like and kill him. Yeah, yeah so if or, he's a... If yeah. We can't tell his power, so if he's a 7K, that makes a lot of sense, if it's 8K or more. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, that really paves the way for, like, your man. other... Yeah, I'm, it's hard. Big guys. I know, man. And then, uh, yeah, and the end of each of your turns... Yeah, something break zone from the something break zone. So you're so, moving... I assume you're removing something from your break zone... You might just remove your whole break zone from the game. Yeah, but then, but then I don't there's, know the, what, there's the yeah, extra word know. that says break zone. I don't know what other, what, what other stuff could... I don't yeah. know. Because there's not much space there. Yeah. Someone someone was joking that it, it, it's just enough to say the word brave, so you brave your break zone. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of each of your turns, it's problem. <laughs> remove your break zone from the break zone. Remove. Yeah, it's We're hard to say. We're just going to have to wait and see on that one. Yeah. Like, I could see if it's a three-drop, like, 7K that taps all their 8Ks or less, um, and there's, like, an upkeep of you have to remove cards from your uh, break zone, and if you can't, like, you sack them or something like that. It's hard to say. But, like, it does not enough text there, so I'm not from sure. From the break zone <laughs> we, to your break we can, zone we makes can, no sense. We can go so. endless about what it would can, what it can say and what it should say and all this stuff, yeah. but uh, we're not sure. It's idle speculation. Yeah, it's all speculation. Point. Yeah. Uh, Let's see when it comes out. Super yep. excited for it. But uh, the dual set is the, the closest uh, one that should be coming out this Friday. Yep. Um, uh, people should pick it up, definitely. Uh, Wraith vs. Knight. Uh, yep. yep. Got Wraith some strong getting, yep. getting a number of decent legendaries. And uh, of the three legendaries that you get from these reprints, you get one full art. Yep. Uh, so if you are a collector or a crazy person, like I'm sure everyone sitting at this table, uh, three of them are on your list. <laughs> now, not yeah. me. Yeah. Have we so, gotten any confirmation whether the full arts are foil or not? No, they're, no, they're not. not. They they're will, not. These full arts will not be foil. Okay. Unless they decide to release them as a promo for some reason, like you know, and it, like at some organized point. play, yeah, which would be weird. It, but so this leads to the question: Do you play the full art non-foil or do you play a regular foil? You play full the art foil. Non-foil. You play the foil. Uh, full art non-foil. Foil. Foils don't. Foils don't. I, foils I, I, are for yeah. winners. We already. Yeah. This is. This I has been confirmed. Know. Everyone has agreed yeah. to abide I by just, these rules. So it's the it's bottom set line in to me stone. Is, the picture is better as full art. <laughs> However, it's more baller to do it as a foil because <laughs> that means you had to open it or trade for it or except, buy it. Whereas except these, on the stream, I can actually see the non-foil and tell what the <laughs> card is. I can tell what it is in your hand. Tell what it is in your ring zone. I can see, tell what it is on the just table. Just for you. Just for you, neither of my Nats decks is going to have a single foil card in it now. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I will trade you if you need me to. Well, uh, good luck to you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> I think I think my point, though, is, is that uh, it, with the amount of the fact that there's going to be one full art in there, there's probably going to be some people that don't care and are more than willing to trade. I think my point is, though, is that they are likely to sell out quickly yep. um, just due to the nature of the fact that uh, a lot of people already heavily collect this game, mm-hmm. already beyond necessarily playing. It is a very big collector's game just because of the Final Fantasy stuff. And so I expect that, I mean, any collector that's out there, and I'm sure that there are probably 
if we're generous, 25% to 50% of our player base would consider them on full-on collectors, um, if not more, that they're going to sell out quick. And there's a number of people who are just collectors, too, don't even play the game. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah exactly. And so, like, if, if we take our player base, and aside from the people who actually want all three cards to play them, at least 25% of everyone who actually wants to play them is going to want to just buy three to just put them away. Well, or I mean, that's the thing, you know. What I do is usually, you know, I have three so I can crack it open to get the, you know, the full arts. And then I need to get one more so that it's all nice and pretty sitting on my, my shelf that's yeah. unopened and everything. So I'll be getting four. four. Yeah. So that's what I do. Anyways, uh, <laughs> we'll end on that note uh, how baller I am. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So thank you for joining us uh, uh, for Live from Midgard. We're going to have some people missing next week uh, and we won't be here. Uh, good luck to you, Jeff, and Ryan, and all the people who are going to be competing at the Earth Crystal Cup. And I hope Jeff wins. Thank you. Yep. Ryan, I hope you get last. <laughs> I hope Ryan gets second place. Second place. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. Dude, how baller would that be? Nats, but I not to world. That would be awesome how if we cool can have... Be, like... I hope Ryan bubbles. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It would be really awesome to see top uh, nine after the draft. And Steven's uh, going right. He literally gets Steven Bambix going. I hope all three of our people goes undefeated. First, second, third. Like, Actually, how? yeah, I, I agree with this. I hope Steven Bambix, Ryan Chen, Jeff Curran, all three of you get into the semifinals. That would all just three be of you. So yeah, cool. that's so f that's so baller. Um, I hope you guys Pacific can do it. Pacific Northwest. Pacific Northwest. <laughs> Pressure. All right, good luck to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you for joining. This has been Steve, Jeff, Neil, and Andrew. All right. This has been Live from Midgard, the Final Fantasy trading card game podcast recorded at Geeky Villain. For more information, make sure to visit us on Facebook and to check out our YouTube channel. Thank you for listening, and as always, please stay geeky.